Oh, for Pete's sake, the greenhouse really is on fire. I better get some fire extinguishers, sticks, and marshmallows. Pink high. Where are you, girl? Yeah, baby. Fire. Boy, I like fire. And I was here first. Because I wanted to stare into the beautiful fire. Well, the greenhouse is indeed, as we have heard, on fire. This is bad. This is really bad. Shut up. Best school greenhouse fire ever! There's no possibility anybody got trapped inside, right? I can barely begin to fathom what a distressing tragedy that would be for the school's image. Is that all you can think about, Bugner? Oh, Mr. Redford, I'm not such a callous man as that. It would cause me an even deeper personal grief because of the school's pocketbook. Oh, no! Trapped inside! Pink Eye! Are you in there, Pink Eye? Oh, no! Uncle Chip! Can't see! Too much smoke! Pink Eye, you're all right, girl. She's all right, everybody. What's that? You ate a lady bunion. You gave you indigestion. Lance, Pink Eye had indigestion today. Shucks! Chip, you dunderhead, not now. Somebody call 911. Hmm. Flames and distress. A callous administration. An unsolved mystery. This looks like a job for... I was a boy. I used to imagine burning all my enemies with fire. <laughs> but then I realized I had a lot of friends and acquaintances, and I imagined burning them too. Hey, I like fire too. It's so cool. I mean, it's so hot. It's cool because it's hot. I mean, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I totally do. But uh, I feel like there's a question that everyone here should be asking you, Sparky, and that question is, where did you get those baller jeans, my dog? DJ Maxx for life, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, Dr. B, maybe you can use the fire insurance money to build a better greenhouse. Quincy, I do believe your remark puts this whole affair into focus. And to think, only a few minutes ago, we were busy asking if someone was trapped in the flames. The real question is how quickly the insurance company will give us huge amounts of money. Yeah, and another question is, like, was it an act of arson? Like, who started the fire? <laughs> I know one thing, you can call me Billy Joel, because I'll be thinking about it in the middle of the night. <laughs> or did it burn down because someone who thinks fire is awesome was just playing with fire, and then it got out of control? Whoa, good point, you're like, Detective Sparkles over here. Wow, I never imagined myself that way. But now that you say it, that's totally lame. Walter and Gary, do you believe this building was burned down with malice aforethought? It was Lance, Dr. Buckner? He's a horrible arsonist who should go to jail, Dr. Buckner. And do you know why he should go to jail, Dr. Buckner? Because there are no executions in our state, Dr. Buckner. 
Well, you fellas are stupid at anything, won't you? Just like you stoop to dump baskets of garbage on grandmother's lance? Before you tip over their wheelchairs, Lance? And set them on fire, Lance? Like the arsonist you are, Lance. Now is not the time, guys! Now, now, Mr. Redford, whether or not we are able to charge you with this crime, you have already lost your job as principal, presumably, along with your other job, along with any respect in our little town, to keep that in mind. Well, I'm keeping it in mind, Dr. B. Daddy? Not now, Liv. Hmm, a suspicious fire. My best friend accused. This sounds like a job for... <clears throat> As I believe we have established, Mr. Redford and Mr. McGregory, you are fired. Therefore, you have exactly one hour to gather your personal belongings and depart the premises before I have the guards arrest you. Assuming they haven't already arrested you for arson, Lance? Maybe they'll let you light a fire to keep your dank prison cell warm, Lance. Are you guys, like, serious? Classes will resume after lunch. I assume you will all need time to process this traumatic destruction. I, myself, will certainly need time to process my traumatically cold waffles. Let everyone use this break as they require. What a mess. Fired from here, probably fired from American, caught up in some bogus investigation. Having to imagine Buckner eating waffles. Investigating the greenhouse and saving you from false accusations is up to me, Lance. Or my name ain't. Detective Chip! Hmm, another day in my office of solving mysteries like the case of the burned down structure that once held plants. Yes, sir, Pink Eye. The mind of Detective Chip is never at rest. Well, Pink Eye, what should our first conjecture be about the case? Was that? You were in the building when the fire started. But hold on, girl. Does my powerful brain deduce that? You were in the building when the fire started. Well, just because I already know it don't mean I can't also deduce it, girls. So you were sleeping underneath the hibiscus when the fire started. And you saw a young boy through the flames. And he was laughing psychopathically. Uh-huh. You thought you saw someone else, too. I know exactly what to do with that information. Remember it! After I do this word search puzzle! Well, that was a profitable 15 minutes of detective work, Pink Eye. I detected all kinds of interesting words. Words like gargobitzel and. Why, I do declare that knock comes from none other than my best friend of all time. Lance Redford, come on in. Chip, what are you doing in Walter and Gary's office? <coughs> right, right. Okay, Detective Chip, what are you doing in here? What is that ding-dang saxophone music? Sorry, Lance. I know how much everyone in this town hates it. This is no time to be playing the saxophone, saxophone, Joe. It's kind of my thing, Lance. Here's your word search book, saxophone, Joe. Well, I'll be. Gargobitzel was staring me in the face the whole time. Now look, Chip, we need to- Hold on, Lance, hold on. My detective instincts tell me we're about to get a knock on the door from... 
Mr. Chuckles the Clown from the Mr. Chuckles the Clown TV show. Come on in. Hello, Chippin' Lines. In blue blazes. What are you here for, Mr. Chuckles? Why, I'm here to teach the children how to be clowns. Well, in a broader metaphorical sense, Mr. Chuckles, wouldn't you say that's what Dr. Buckner and his gang have been doing all semester? It was Buckner who summoned me, Chip, to add the finishing touches, as it were. I always thought Clown World was just part of TV. Don't be too sure, Chip. Don't be too sure. Okay, is this really happening or have I stumbled into your brain somehow, Chip? <laughs> Mr. Chuckles, are you part of a nefarious plot to destroy the children? What makes you say that, detective? Well, it probably has something to do with the fact that you look at act less like a humorous clown of yore and more like some uh, vile nefarious demon monster. <laughs> I could answer that, Chip. Or I could tell you a joke. Oh boy, a joke. <laughs> well, that was a terrific joke, Lance. Uh, what on earth just happened, Chip? I'm sure it will have no bearing whatsoever on anything further that transpires in our adventures, Lance. Right, Chip. Uh, anyway, we're under orders to vacate Hold the, uh... on, Lance. Uh, as a hard-boiled detective, I have the power to finish your sentences for you. I'm sure you do, Chip. <laughs> but let's but... see. We're under orders to, to vacate the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, Chip. We're under orders to vacate the dinosaur. Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> That's why they call me Detective Chip. I guess everything. And I forget nothing. I got a mind like a steel... Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. You got a mind like a steel dinosaur. How did you know that, Brain Wizard? Come on, Chip. We got to get off Don't the... worry, Lance. I know what you want me to do. <laughs> Throw you this mustard. Yeah, mustard everywhere. Case closed, Lance. <laughs> Chip, you dunderhead. What's that, Pink Eye? Oh, right. Lance, Pink Eye says... Not now, Chip. Look. You have about 30 minutes or so left to get our stuff and get out of here. Buckner and his goons would jump at the chance to have us arrested for trespassing or something, so... So we have no time to waste, Lance! Exactly, Chip. We gotta take care of this right away, Lance, so as not to waste any time! Right, Chip. If time is definitely and completely something we should not waste! Hang it out, Chip! Quick, Lance! Let's waste some time at the school fishing pond! No, Chip! To the pond, Lance! No! Well, Lance, old pal... Sure is peaceful here by the willow trees, just a fishing, just letting the anxiety drain away. <laughs> right, Lance? Duh, Lance? Well, Pink Eye, I deduced that Lance is in a bad mood for some reason. Otherwise, he would have come fishing. Now it's just you and me. I'm here too, Detective Chip. Sparky! <laughs> well, odds my backings. It's not often that something surprises old Detective Chip. I'm wearing a blue shirt! What a surprise! Look, Detective Chip, I'm playing with my favorite lighter. I made these little green houses out of reeds, and I'm burning them up one by one. Sparky, is that a lighter or an oversized welding torch? It's all a matter of perspective, Detective. <laughs> I think you mean detective perspective. <laughs> Don't let me get in your way, Detective. I came here to angle for my favorite fish, a red herring. Speaking of the slippery fish, I better go looking for the perpetrator of the incident of the burned down house of growy things and slave Lance's career and stuff. Uh, nothing could possibly distract me from my sacred task. <laughs> yes, sir. Nothing could possibly. 
Looky there! It's a wild goose! <laughs> Quick, pink guy! Let's chase after it! Everything's gonna be just fine, Redford, old man. Just fine. You'll put your stuff in the car, you'll drive home, you'll tell the wife you lost your job or both jobs. <laughs> Chip will get arrested for trespassing, you'll bail him out like an idiot, he'll probably just throw mustard on your face or something like that. Then you'll shoot him in the heart. And then you'll tell Livy, oh, Father, what, what will I tell Livy? At least I got plenty of time to think about that on the way home. Oh, hey, sweetie, listen, I, I got something to explain to you. We'll, we'll just, we'll talk about it all later when you get home from school. Uh, hey, are you allowed to be out here on the playground by yourself right now? I don't know. They canceled the next class, so I'm just waiting for the lunchroom to open. Uh, I don't know. Right, right. Look. Liv, um... Excuse me, Uncle Lance. I have some important information about the unspeakable crime that's taking place. Get away, Chad! I'll be here for one hour. You little creep! At least I'm not a greenhouse murderer. Hey! Whoa, 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 whoa! Calm down, you two. What's going on? Daddy, I, um... I saw Livy at the greenhouse earlier. She was just going out the front door. She started the fire! No, you started it! I saw you by the back door, and you were laughing like a little creep! You're just a little creep, Chad! Big enough to cut you down to size, Redford! Uh, bring it, Rose Bloom! Or don't you want to get beat by a girl twice? Wait, 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 what now? Olivia started the fire! <laughs> yeah, if Olivia was spelled C-H-A-D-D! Hold on, hold on! You were at the greenhouse when the fire started, Livy? No! Yes, she was. I mean, the fire was already started. I mean, I didn't start it, Daddy. Chad is... Wait, wait, wait. Olivia, were you or were you not at the greenhouse when the fire started? I was... for a minute. And why am I only hearing about this right now? Um, I mean... I... If you saw the fire, why didn't you yell for somebody to put it out, Livy? Yeah! You're guilty, guilty, guilty! Hey, you stop that right now. Why were either of you in the greenhouse at all? You're supposed to be in there only for the gardening class or something, right? Well, I am... Chad, look at me. Did you start the fire? No, but Olivia... Shut up! Shut up! Olivia, did you start the fire? No, Daddy, I didn't. I really didn't. Hey, nope, stop. Daddy, I I didn't... No, nope. I'll talk. You'll listen. You understand me? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, Yes, sir. We're going to get to the bottom of this right now. Whatever. Excuse me? Um, okay. Okay? Okay, fine. No. No, nothing is fine here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Pinky, that wild goose led us here to the burn-down house of growy things. <laughs> Which, when you think about it, makes no sense. What's that, girl? You got more to tell me about this morning. So you disassembled the regulator apparatus at your little flamethrower, started mixing up the gasoline, rocket fuel, then you fell asleep under the hibiscus... And you left all the fuel out next to the matches. Good job, girl. <laughs> safety last, just like I taught you. <laughs> or safety first. Something, well, not important. In any case, if only I knew what sort of combustible thing could have started that fire. So, uh, let me get this straight. You gentlemen believe it was Principal Redford who set the fire at the greenhouse? Absolutely, officer. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, officer. Ex-Principal Redford, officer. You see, when you hate a man as much as we do because he sabotaged your plans for the happiness of the schoolchildren, in such a case, it's a very simple matter to accuse that man of a crime in the hopes that he will go 
jail. Especially considering the likelihood, you see, that a saboteur like Lance Redford would destroy school property in order to hurt the school children, you see. Uh, we hate Lance, officer? He's worse than 14 Hitler's officer? Uh-huh. So what I'm not clear on yet is, uh, aside from complete hatred, what's your evidence for this accusation? Yes? Who is it? You are interrupting a most important conversation. Detective Chip here, gentlemen. Detective's the name and justice is my favorite thing to read. Long books about it in my spare time and Parcheesi is my game. <laughs> it's literally the only game I own. Pink I ate my copy of Monopoly. Hi, Hi Detective, Detective Chip. Hi, Walter and Gary. Hi, Dr. Bucklehead. <laughs> Hi, random policeman. Mr. McGregory, this will never do. You are not welcome here, sir. You have been let go, and what is more... Officer Talbot here. Is your name Chip McGregory? The one and only. Uh-huh. And are you a licensed detective? Let me answer your question with another question, officer. Have you ever danced with a rabid beaver in the pale moonlight? Uh-huh. I think that actually did answer my question. It's the kind of thing that's real fun at first, and then quickly becomes terrifying. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. Listen, I'm gonna get a donut and some coffee. I may come back to ask some more questions, but then again, I may not. I get paid either way. You ruined our opportunity to put your best friend in jail, Detective Chip? We're really mad at you, Detective Chip. Yes, we're all quite vexed at your Detective Chip. Fellas, I'm just trying to find out the tooth of the burned-down structure that held growy things. We have an important scheme, Chip. We have bigger fish to fry, Chip. Our favorite fish to fry, Chip? Lance is the fish, Chip. The fish we'd like to fry, Chip? <laughs> well, fellas, if you're looking for Lance, he's right outside the window. By the charred ruins of the place that done got burned down. Now you first, Olivia June. Why were you here in the greenhouse? Uh, um, <clears throat> I, I was just, um, I was going to put some more fertilizer on my plant. It didn't look very healthy, and I... I wanted to win the contest, and Elliot Jenkinson got more attention from the teacher, and I just- Just stop. Stop right there. Let me get this clear. You wanted to win a stupid, pointless plant contest, and you were jealous of Elliot Jenkinson, so you disobeyed the rules, snuck off during a break. I'm sorry, Daddy. Uh, Chad, what about you? I was just following Olivia so I could make sure she didn't cheat. Why, you sniveling little creep? Chad never sniveled. Hey, enough! Enough! Chad, if you were just following Livy, why didn't you tell somebody there was a fire? Ah, uh, okay. I'm basically lying about that. Because, really, I was gonna uproot Elliot Jacobs' raspberry plant and stop on it! <laughs> hey, stop that laughing! Stop it right now! So you were also there to cheat, do you were just gonna do it the more destructive way? Actually, Uncle Lance, I would prefer to say I was going to bring about equity. Like Dr. Buckner has been teaching us in advanced paleontology. Because Elliot Jacobson had unfair advantages. And then you started the fire, Chad. Admit it! Uh-uh. You admit Not it! you! No, you! Be quiet! Livy, Chad, if one of you started the fire, you'd better tell me right now. Well, I, I like never did! Because Chad was in a Stop! 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 So you both agree it was already going on when you got there? Yes! Yes! You're both in big trouble. We didn't burn it down! Yeah, 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 you just let it burn down. What's the difference between starting it and letting it burn down, huh? Livy? I, I, 
answer my question, Livy. <laughs> I said answer my question. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's too late, Olivia. I'm disappointed in you. Hi, Lance. Good news. I brought Dr. Stubblekins and Walter and Gary and all the other witnesses are circling around, too. Like Quentin Seltzer, baby. Uh, we're here to watch Lance burn? Metaphorically and also literally, we hope. I'm here because I love fire <laughs> and looking at the destruction it leaves behind. Have I mentioned that already? All right, everybody. We're here to investigate who did this dirty deed. And that means reviewing evidence, interrogating suspects, looking at forensics reports, having snappy banner with attractive female detectives, driving my car off a pier and onto a boat. Hey, man, are you listing tropes from cop TV shows or the average Friday night with Quentin? <laughs> having your dad stampeded by antelope. <laughs> having your dad come back as a ghost and telling you you're king of the jungle now. <laughs> Making friends with a meerkat and a warthog and singing songs about it all. I was wrong. You're listing things from a Saturday night with Quentin. <laughs> Like the last Saturday night, I sat at home alone watching The Lion King, <laughs> which was <laughs> last Saturday night. Because <laughs> it was totally awesome. <laughs> Not really sad and lame. <laughs> oh, my Nala is out there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe the fire was caused by a pyromaniac who was really bored. I bet if it was a person like that, he would feel pretty bad right now and be ready to confess if only someone would ask him. Good point, Sparky. For that very reason you just named, the first suspect I'd like to interrogate is everyone's favorite dermatologist. A dermatologist? Derma- no, no, no. That's enough. I have some important information to share. Ready to confess that you did the dirty deed, Lance? Ready to confess that you're as evil as you are stupid and ugly, Lance? Mr. Redford, one does feel it incumbent upon one to note that you were asked to vacate the premises. Yeah, that's right. And by my watch, I have about 10 minutes left to do that. So if you don't mind, I have some information about the greenhouse that comes through. Two of our students, who I'm ashamed to say saw the fire going, but said nothing, all because they wanted to win the stupid raspberry growing competition over a schoolmate who they thought was better than them. Oh, the deleterious effects of competition. Say it ain't so, Chad and Livy. Yeah, yeah, it's so. I let it burn. I did too, Uncle Chip. But did you see who set the fire? No. No. Uh, these poor children, Chip? They were at the mercy of bad parents, Lance. And, uh... Bad principal, Chip? Who created an atmosphere of toxic competition, Lance? Who told them an evil narrative about winners and losers, Chip? Which makes it all your fault, Lance? You ought to be arrested, Lance? Walter and Gary, that's so stupid, I don't know what to say. Actually, ex-principal Redford, I think they have a point. After all, I never would have developed a bad habit of playing with fire if not for my terrible parents, this terrible school. And our terrible government. It's everyone else's fault. Now you might ask yourself the question, isn't it also my fault, since I was the one who actually did it? And the answer is, no it's not. Sparky, that is so... Wait, 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 what? What now? Did you say something about a bad habit, Sparky? Sure, my bad habit of playing with fire. Playing with fire? The playing with fire? See. That reminds me of something. 
Sparky likes to play with fire. Lots of people like to play with fire, Detective Chip. Very true, Gary, but Sparky has been talking about destroying things with fire the whole day. And by his own confession, he was here first at the scene of the crime. Circumstantial, Detective Chip. And moreover, I can smell upon his clothing the very rocket fuel that I left inside the house of growy things earlier today so that Pink Eye could refuel her little possum flamethrower. Rocket fuel is everywhere, Detective Chip. And furthermore, when we was together by the fishing pond a little while ago, he was making little greenhouses and then burning them. Put it all together, points to one thing. Saxophone Joe started the fire. Oh, come off it, Chip. You know, I never did catch that red herring after all. Also, I would like to now confess that I did indeed start the fire. And I'm very sorry that it didn't get even bigger and more out of control. Yes, sir, I deduce henceforth and without reservations. Sparky burned down the greenhouse using my possum rocket fuel. That's right. And did I mention I was really, really sorry? That I couldn't burn down even more buildings? Mrs. Sparks, you have displayed a true understanding of systemic oppression and how it can flame up, one might say, if one were trying to be clever, into terrible social problems. I predict more flames to come. It is obvious that without the rocket fuel, so to speak, of the evil patriarchy represented by ex-principal Redford, not to mention the literal rocket fuel which Mr. McGregory illegally brought onto school grounds, this fire never would have happened. Boy, howdy. I would have had to steal gasoline from the mowing shed. In any case, Mr. Sparks, you are officially hired to teach literature, since it is apparent that the school has failed you, and therefore the school must also save you. Oh boy! Instead of greenhouses, it will be young minds I set on fire, with a passion for learning. And also I can set books on fire, with actual fire, just like Ray Bradbury was advocating in that novel I only read the first five pages of. And speaking of young minds, Chad, Olivia, I pronounce you absolved of responsibility of anything you may have done or failed to do regarding the greenhouse fire since it is apparent that you ought to blame it on your parents, on your principal, on the church if you are religious, and on your country. It is simply, in other words, entirely and irrevocably not your fault. Dr. Buckner, you're a, you're a liar. So are your little cronies. <laughs> your reign of terror is over, ex-Principal Redford, and we must be getting back to the remainder of our day. No time for lunch, I'm afraid. Guards? Yes, sir. Here, sir. Escort these unwanted guests off the school premises. If you ever see them setting foot on the property again, arrest them, or shoot to kill if that's a thing you do. It is not, sir! Oh, Daddy, I'm so sorry. I'm really, really sorry. Back to class, young miss. Arson doesn't pay, Lance. Neither does unemployment, Lance. Hope your wife likes being married to a homeless bum, Lance. Hope your wife likes eating fish heads out of garbage cans, Lance. The, the school, school is ours, Lance! <laughs> <laughs> Chip and Lance!
You've been listening to Chip and Lance in School of the Fates. Please write a kind review of this show and be sure to share it with a friend. Plus, support us at patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity to help us keep making these shows. 